In this episode, I tell you why now I'm pretty dangerous. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome to the Sea and Land Fitness Podcast. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Sea and Land Fitness. Um, head on over to www.sandlfitsandlfit.com and uh, check out all the stuff we got. I got uh, Garmin watches. Um, Garmin watches like the instinct. I just bought a brand new, um, wedding ring from recon rings, which you should also check out, uh, to go with it. Um, had to, had to, you got to accessorize. The other things that we have on the website are, um, hats and shirts. I'm not wearing that shirt today. I'm wearing my Florida Gator shirt, but I'm wearing it for a very specific reason. Um, but yeah, head on over, uh, check it out. We have fitness programs. Uh, if you want to get yourself into the military, uh, we can help you out. We do um, consulting uh, via um, via the internet, you know, Zoom calls and stuff like that. We can help you out. Uh, so go on over there and check it out. All right, welcome to one of the biggest episodes, one of the hugest episodes um, as far as I'm concerned now, I've been doing this, uh, this, I've been running themes like the last couple of weeks I did sports psychology. Now I'm, I'm going into nutrition and, uh, I had to take a break last week, uh, from doing the podcast because I had something very important going on. And that was my proficiency exams for my master's degree at the University of Florida, go Gators. Um, and just, it, it, it was basically, I needed to take the exams that would prove that I retained all of the information um, from my master's degree. And I am incredibly proud, incredibly proud to tell you that I passed. Um, I was a little worried because of the way that the exams are set up. I was a little bit worried that I wouldn't be successful. So we're digging into that sports psychology again. Um, but I passed. Now, I'm going to tell you the story of what happened. And you need to use this story um, <laughs> sort of as a guide is what not to do. All right, so let me take a sip of coffee. Hold on, Peter Madeira, this is for you. Mm. My coffee mug is kind of dirty. Uh, whatever, it's fine. Um, so I'm going to use this sort of as a guide to what not to do. So I'm going to outline what I had, what what the process was. So you you do you have to get thirty credits in these, uh, in, in a multitude of different courses that cover the different disciplines that make up applied physiology and kinesiology. And 
those five dis, uh, six disciplines, sorry, are yet yeah, this is five. Um, so you can tell I was <laughs> uh, a little behind the eight ball. Anyway, so no, I wasn't. Um, so the six disciplines are sports psychology, um, sports nutrition, strength and conditioning, uh, biomechanics slash anatomy. Um, what, what else was there? There was, um, 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 what other ones? Research methods. So sports science, actual sports science, and then physiology. Okay. So th knowing the innards, the inner workings of the human body, and you have to take six exams and each of these exams is anywhere from 50 to 60 questions. And I did my program relatively quickly. I would take two courses one semester, two courses the next semester, and then the in, you know, in the in this two in the fall, two in the spring, and then one in the summer. And I did that twice. And I'm in my last uh, course right now, which is performance enhancement, sports psychology specifically. Um, and what you do is in that last semester you take that exam. Now I'm not going to tell you what's on the exam because that's just not fair. It's not ethical. Um, but don't be a bonehead like me and try to test yourself. What do I mean by that? So I, I don't know what possessed me. Um, I, I guess it's like my old school concept of, you know, if I, if I, if I do all this work, then I should retain it and there, then I should be tested on what I retain. Um, so for all intents and purposes, I went into these six exams cold, no studying the worst choice I could have ever made. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I wanted to know how well I would, how successful I would be, and how able I was to retain all of that information. So I took the exam. I'm taking the exam. I'm like, oh my God, what the hell are all these questions? I have no idea what half this stuff is. Not really. I mean, I knew what it was, but I have trouble specifically with multiple choice questions. So my program's remote. So it's all done digitally. It's all done online. So I, of course, my proficiency exams are administered through this uh, platform called Canvas. And Canvas, all of the quizzes and exams are multiple choice. I don't, with my personality mindset, I don't do well with multiple choice. And I'm going to tell you why. So I have a tendency to second guess myself to say, all right, these two answers are garbage, but these two, they could be. And in some cases I've had discussions with professors where I've said, the answer I gave you was right. And they've said, no, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to give you points for it. It's not what I was looking for though. 
and I've been like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, the way it's the way the question is phrased, and always, always be humble and willing to allow for your instructor to be the right one. But sometimes, you know, there is a mistake. They're human beings and they want you to let them know what you've had trouble with because it helps them in knowing what to look for for future students. You know what I mean? If there's a problem with uh, conveying information and them retaining the information. So I would always say, hey, um, I thought that this question was ambiguous and that's why I answered the question I did. And sometimes they would say, you're absolutely right. And then sometimes they would say, well, did you actually look at what I was asking you? And I'd say, oh, now I know. So, but regardless of that, I have problems with multiple choice questions. And there's a lot of chaos that occurs inside my head. So if you're in the program or you're in a program that's similar to that, just be aware of that. And going in cold was not the smart choice. So what was my result from that? Well, the result from that was that I failed two of my courses, uh, two of my uh, two of my exams. I didn't fail the courses. I passed the courses. Um, but I failed two of my exams, um, which, I mean, if you were to look at it, you would say, wow, you didn't do any studying and you got four of them good and you only had to redo two. That's pretty great. That's pretty, pretty good for cold. But I will tell you, don't do that. Don't do that. Be more prepared. I wasn't as prepared as I could have been, wasn't as prepared as I should have been. Part of that was because I didn't ask the questions to get the information on where am I supposed to pull this information from? Because all of the quizzes uh, after after the class is over, they lock. So you can't go in there and look at those quizzes and get that information that what are you looking for information um, in order to be successful. So take good notes um, if you're in the program or going into the program or in another program that's similar. Take good notes and read the textbooks. So for me, one of the things, and, and one of the reasons why I think I did well and passed was because I have this odd ability. I'm not, I think it's an autodidact. Um, I don't have a photographic memory. I do not at all. What I do have is this weird ability to retain what I read. And not only that, to know where in the text that I read it. And I think that's important because there are times when I, I've looked at things and said, hmm, I don't know that, but I know where that is. So I would go and I would pull the textbook out. And of course, you you know, in the chapter subject, of course, where it's going to be. But I would know within the chapter where it was just because I have this geographical memory that memorizes where things are. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a Virgo and I'm super organized. Who knows? So I failed two of my proficiency exams. So it's funny about that though, because the two that I failed were research methods 
and physiology. So what's interesting about that is, and I don't want to go too far into why I didn't pick, why I didn't plan on picking the exam that I took. So I took two research methods courses. One used a textbook from the NSCA and it's for their new sports science uh, certification. And that one was with uh, a couple of my professors, Dr. Mani, uh, who is a rock star. She's amazing. Um, Dr. Harrison and Dr. Beatty, who are also rock stars. Um, but Dr. Mani, she was the basically the proctor, the head of the course. These these other two gentlemen, they were they were supporting. They were synergist. What? big physiology term um anyways uh <laughs> so um i had when i had picked because you you pick the exams you're going to take because you've taken all of these different courses some of them double up for the course subject matter so i took strength and conditioning i took tactical strength and conditioning i took uh and i could use either one of them and my 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 strength was in the tactical strength and conditioning coursework. And I really remember that book because I read that book cover to cover. Um, yes, I am that dork. But uh, I had I had also read the sports science book, the research methods book. So when I took the course, when I took the exam, I w so one of the one of the main things in that they talk about wearables, they talk about data collection, and um, data housing, warehousing, and all that stuff, and AI, and all these really fun, you know, new uh, disciplines that are coming up in research. And I'm like, where the hell are all these questions? Turns out I picked the wrong exam, and that was the reason why. I did not pass that exam. So luckily, grace of God, Baruch Hashem, I uh, spoke to my advisor and I said, what the F-bomb? I don't understand this. None of the questions that I was expecting on that test were on that test. I think I took the wrong exam. And we looked at my uh, at my transcripts and he's like, well, yeah, that that is the wrong exam. That's for a different class that you took that was going through a restructuring. So the test didn't necessarily reflect the one that I took the curricula. So I was kind of, again, behind the eight ball. Um, but my advisor allowed me to switch tests. So that was cool. So technically I, yes, I absolutely didn't pass the exam, but I can say to myself, you didn't have the the proper background for that exam so it's realistic to think that you probably wouldn't have with the exception of like fate and me picking the exact right questions um whether i knew them or not so the, it, it's reasonable to assume that i would not have passed that exam but i was lucky and able to um change that exam out for the one that i had planned on taking um and I passed it. I passed it. I passed it. I passed it. I went through all the summaries and all the chapter uh, headings and, you know, re 
invigorated my knowledge uh, of that textbook. And that brought, of course, a bunch of short and long-term memory firings um, in my skull back up to the forefront. And I was able to, you know, do well on the test. Now, the one that I was a little bit ticked off about, and this is important, the one that I was a little bit ticked off that I didn't pass was physiology. Because my professor for physiology, Dr. Max Adolph, is, sorry, the shit. He's awesome. He knows this stuff inside and out. He is a rock star when it comes to physiology. Him and I are always having conversations. I haven't been in the class in months, and him and I talk on the phone at least every couple of weeks. So I was embarrassed. I was mortified that I didn't pass this. And uh, then I remembered something. I'm going to have another sip of coffee real quick. Hold on. So remember what I was talking about, about my geographical memory and reading, sticking stuff into my brain. So I was able to do something, and this is a really good neuroscience, neuro, uh, um, neurological model type of, 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 I, I, this is a dork in me. I'm wishing I had data on what I did. Um, well, actually, technically I do based on tests. So based on my testing score. So I, we had a textbook, um, and it is, uh, the textbook that is behind me, um, I'm, I'm, uh, exercise physiology. And it's a great textbook. It's an amazing textbook. Um, I didn't read it. I didn't read the book for the entire course. I relied on, he gave such detailed and pointed information in the lectures that I didn't supplement them with the reading. Normally I watch the lectures and then I supplement it by reading the chapters. But I did not, during taking the course, during the months that I was in the course, need to read because I would watch the lectures absorb the knowledge, which was very detailed. And he has this wonderful, um, repetitive learning theory where he would talk about the concept then re-talk about the concept then bring up every time he would bring it up, he would repeat the concept so that it was really drilled into your short-term memory. Um, and I would take the exams and the quizzes and I'd do great. Um, but then when I took advanced physiology, my quiz scores weren't as strong. I still got to be in the course, but my quiz scores and my exam scores weren't as strong as my scores from the first physio, you know, exercise physiology. Um, so I think what happened was that information didn't get transferred to my long-term memory like it does when I read and I didn't see the need to read it. So what I did was I took out the, uh, took out the, the course book exercise physiology, um, 
And over two days, I read all of the pertinent chapters, which was exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. Um, and that is why I don't recommend that you go in cold. Um, because sitting there and reading, I think I read eight, 12 chapters, either in their entirety or if I felt strong enough in the subject, would read the summaries for each of the sections and then go over and reread core concepts. Like there were things about the endocrine system that I know as soon as I read it, I went, oh my gosh, I remember talking about this. Uh, but there were also times when I was like, oh crap, that's what that does. I thought it did. So I was actually mistaken in some of my knowledge because I didn't read. Um, and I'm embarrassed, but I'm also honest and I want to give you that information. So if you're in this program and you're not doing the reading to put that stuff into your long-term memory, and there have been a number of cognitive, uh, studies that have been done on the effects of reading. And I'm not talking about reading, you know, PDFs and stuff like that. I'm talking reading the actual hard books because there is a tactical, there is a tactical, um, tactically reading. No, there is a tactile fingertips, um, aspect to reading with a book that helps to push that into your long-term memory because it becomes very experiential. Um, there's a, what's it? Somatic, I think is the term. Um, there's a somatic quality to it that just, muscle memory and you know short-term memory they they both work in concert but long story short i passed it i was i think it was the night before last oh and the other thing you don't get the answer the the uh the your what do you call it the uh the results immediately and i had taken it over the fourth of july weekend so i was like wait a minute, I don't get the results now? Crap. Did I pass? I'm like thinking of, you know, so I guess I'm going to work at a gas station, blah, 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 blah. What am I going to do? My entire company, Seeing Land Fitness, is resting on this. I have plans. What about my book? And I'm like sweating the small stuff so bad, like freaking out. I finally get a text. Um... Excuse me, I uh, hiccuped right there. Um, I finally get a text from my advisor, Dr. Beatty. You're a rock star. And I think 11.04 at night, he says, I just got home, looked your stuff up, you passed, and I was in shock. I probably shouldn't have been in shock with the amount of, uh, of work that I put into ensuring that I got that stuff done and that those two tests that I was successful and passed them. But I worked, I, I, I worked my butt off and I was so, so psyched. Ah, I passed. I am so excited. Um, and my wife walks around the house calling me Dr. Shivago now, um, who is just a fictional character. Um, but I think it's hilarious. And that was the immediate 
She's like, I don't know any other doctors off the top of my head, and Dr. Shivago seemed like the right thing. So now I am being called Dr. Shivago in my house. Um, but this August, when graduation comes, I will no longer be just Michael Sano. I will be Michael Sano, MS, APK. I did it. I'm so happy. Go Gators. All right, that's all I got for you guys now. Um, I don't even know if you care about this story, but it means a lot to me. I have met some amazing people in this program who are taking this curriculum as well as the people who run this program. Um, Dr. Beatty, especially, you've become a mentor and a friend. Um, Dr. Adolph's, Dr. Mann, um, the hours that, that you guys have spent on the phone with me just talking about random BS. Um, hey, what if we did this? Would that work? Is just been priceless for expanding my sports science knowledge. Um, Dr. Mani, the amount of nurturing that you did to bring my research to life was priceless. It is one of the best gifts anyone has ever given me. Um, Dr. Janelle, Dr. Sagas, who are also in the program, um, thank you so much for your support. Um, and just everyone at the University of Florida, go Gators. Stephanie Sano, my wife, your support has been, has buttressed me through the hardest of times. I couldn't have done this without you. Robert Michael Sano, my prince, my son, your support has been instrumental as well, and I couldn't have done anything without it. And you are now a Gator as well. He's at the University of Florida. Um, following in my footsteps um i love all of you guys thank you all of you guys um that's it that's all i got talk to you guys later uh go gators and go honey badgers